Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Believe in Ohio State Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Tully, back again for another week, this time with a bit of a different tone than we've had in the past. Um, I bet you can imagine uh, where we're going to be going today, looking at last week's game. It was probably a bad omen when last week's podcast um, just fell off the server. So, sorry if you were looking for a show last week. I was unaware there wasn't a show posted. Um, so, my apologies. I, I taped, and it's probably for the best that I didn't tape because I didn't exactly um, expect to happen what happened. And, like most of you probably, I'm completely floored by what happened on Saturday. Um, and we'll get right into it. If you're still reeling from that loss and, you know, looking for some way to ease it or to, to find a way to get interested in the Big Ten Championship this week. Maybe you go ahead and do the emotional hedge and, and throw something down on Michigan to cover on betonline.ag.com. That's how we do it in the biz, folks. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. I think Michigan and Iowa this week, that's a wobbly uh, matchup. Michigan coming off their biggest win in program history since there was high-definition television. Going to be riding high feel like nobody can touch them, nobody can stop them, and I don't think Iowa has the firepower to keep up with Michigan if Michigan's playing well, and Michigan's defense certainly um, you know, showed that they can, they can stop the best offense in the country, they can stop anybody. And now on to the memoriam, moratorium, any word that starts with M and means death when we talk about the Ohio State football season in 2021. Um, And it does feel weird. Like, this season is very probably going to end at the Rose Bowl, which in the past would be great. Um, You know, similar to 15 when Ohio State went and played Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl or, you know, when Ohio State played Washington in the Rose Bowl a couple years ago with Haskins. It'll be cool, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Um, and say what you want about Ryan Day, and there's a lot of Ryan Day doubters. You know, this is the first season they're not going to be in the playoff. They've won a playoff game. They've been, you know, a, a miscommunication away from going to another national championship. This is a team that was in the national championship last season. So I think that there's certainly some leeway that's allowed and credited towards um, Ryan Day and towards the program right now. Um, but. When you lose to that team, and this is a conversation we haven't had in a long time, and the last time a coach, you know, the last time Ohio State lost to Michigan, there was a new coach the next year. That's not going to happen. I think Ryan Day is a top 10, top 5 coach still in college football. Um, I think everybody outside of Alabama, maybe LSU now, Michigan probably feels pretty good about Jim Harbaugh now. There's not a lot of coaches that you wouldn't drop to pick up Ryan Day right now. Um, and that is where I want to start with the Harbaugh stuff. Um, the born on third base, all that. Has anybody ever been born closer to third base than Jim Harbaugh? The son of a football coach in a football family took over um, San Francisco with the number one overall pick. And everybody pretended that Alex Smith came out of nowhere 
He was the number one overall pick. They had a lot of really good talent on that team. Went to the Super Bowl and lost. Never got back. Basically wiped out of the NFL after that. Has now taken five seasons, six seasons, to beat his rival. Congrats. One in six. You can't even do easy math on that. Right? Like, that's awesome, dude. Like, really, really good for you. Now go take care of business on the other side. You want to go ahead and talk shit? You want to go ahead and throw everybody down? That coach on the other side has been coaching college football for two seasons. Right? This is his third season. He's been to the playoff two more times than you. He's won more playoff games than you. Oh, by the way, when he came to Ohio State as the offensive coordinator, he put up over 60 points on you. So it's fine to win your game and then go ahead and throw your shots and be, oh, high and mighty, look at me. But, dude, when you've gotten punched and pushed down the stairs five flights, nobody can hear you five flights above. And you had your fun and you're going to laugh and everything, blah, 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 blah. And probably are going to get the, a really lucky draw in playing Cincinnati in your first playoff game before you walk into the national championship and play Georgia. I mean, dude, I'm, I, you know what? Everybody, oh, I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh, this and that. Dude, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because this is a guy who's been here for six years now and hasn't done jack until now. Hasn't done jack. They won one game. Right? When Purdue beat Ohio State, it's the same feeling. That's what you don't they don't understand. Right? This is the same feeling as Iowa had when they beat Ohio State, or Purdue had when they beat Ohio State, or Penn State had when they beat Ohio State. It still feels like an upset to you. It still feels like, oh, this great mountain has been climbed. Your Super Bowl is beating Ohio State. And you finally did it. And you had the chance six years in a row, and the other five went like when you went to the real Super Bowl. You lost. And you lost to your big brother who knows more about football than you. And you finally got him once. That's great. Both, you know, metaphorically, and uh, John Harbaugh's still in the NFL and hasn't gotten fired from that job. Um, So... You know, he's hanging around. He won a Super Bowl. Maybe he'll win another one. But what's extremely frustrating to me is you won your game, right? And you piss and moan when Ohio State wins. We have all the excuses. They're doing this. They're doing that. They have more talent. They're born on third base. The coaches. What do you you mean? Is there a program more born on third base? Is there a program that has not done jack since Desmond Howard and Charles Woodson that has not done anything at all in the last quarter of a decade, and you win one football game, and all of a sudden you're the high and mighty guy, right? Now, if you go and beat Iowa, you go and beat Cincinnati or Alabama or whoever you play, and you win the national championship, talk your shit. Go ahead. Talk your shit. But right now, you're Michigan. You're Michigan State. You're Oklahoma. You're Flor- you know, Florida State. You're Notre Dame. You're an invitational ticket to the college football playoff right now because you haven't won one and you haven't won a playoff game and you've never been to the playoff. So I'm, I'm glad you're able to have your moment. You're able to have your fans storm the field and you were you know, able to, to go home and smile and have a happy glass of milk. That's great. But go take care of business on the other side or else this is just Iowa beating Ohio State on a bad day or Penn State beating Ohio State on a bad day. This is still your Super Bowl, right? And Ohio State takes it seriously and tries to beat Michigan with everything it has, and they did it. 
They flopped. They played really poorly, and Michigan dominated them. There's no two ways around that. Ohio State got dominated by Michigan on Saturday. The offensive line dominated the defense. You couldn't even tell me a defensive play that somebody on Ohio State made other than the interception in the red zone early in that game by Bryson Shaw. You can't. There was not a play made. There's no Raquan McMillan. There's no Jerome Baker. There's no Chase Young. There's no Joey Bosa. There's no Darren Lee. There's no stick standout superstar in that defense right now. And maybe there will be, but there wasn't. Right? And Ryan Day did a pretty good job of getting this team back into the top five after the loss to Oregon and pounded through, you know, pounded Michigan State who beat Michigan. There were, you know, impressive improvements from this team, but you know, they showed up against a team that was gearing to beat them and they did. So I'm not discrediting Michigan for anything, right? They came out, they whooped ass. They're a one-loss team that's probably going to go to the playoff. That's really impressive, and it's really hard to do. It's something that Ohio State has done all but two years of the playoff, has taken care of business and gone to the playoff. So that's great. This doesn't, you know, I, I know you think that this has you sliding into home and you're leaving Ryan Day on third base. Dude, the ball's still in the air. You need to win three games if you're going to talk your shit. Unless you win two games, you haven't been as far in college football as Ryan Day. And you can say he took the team from Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer won two playoff games. Ryan Day's won one in three seasons. And been to a national championship. The same amount of national championships that Urban Meyer went to at Ohio State. So, while you can say the program was in great a great shape when they handed it off... They hadn't won a national championship since 2014. I know that is a little bit easier math to do than going back in time and figuring out when the last time Michigan won a national championship. Uh, you know, and, and I don't want to sound bitter. I don't want to sound angry. I'm not really, you know, right? It was bound to happen at some point. They had won eight games in a row against this team. Probably should have been nine if, uh, you know, somebody showed up last year, but we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. This is a dominant performance by Michigan, and there's no other way around it. Ohio State's going to get to play a consolation game in the Rose Bowl. But you better hope you finish the job there. Because you can talk all the smack you want. The more smack you talk, if you go out and get blown out in your first playoff game, or you make it to the national championship and get blown out by Georgia or Alabama or whatever team you have to play, you know who's still going to be there next year? Ryan Day's still going to be there next year. And maybe he'll have a new little, you know, defensive staff to work through with, you know, maybe a little less heavy on the offensive side for his assistant staff and have some more defensive side and be able to shift things up because Michigan did. They changed their defense. They changed their offense to beat Ohio State over the last couple of years. It took a while to get there, but they did it. They accomplished their goal. Now we're going to learn about Ryan Day. And he's been challenged by Jim Harbaugh to do so, right? Do something. Make a difference. I think so far he's done a really good job. But there are changes that need to be made in the offseason, and there might be changes needed to be made in the recruiting trail to set this up. Where is your dominant defensive player? Is Jack Sawyer going to turn into that guy? It's possible. It's possible. But you need a couple of those freaks. You need an Ojabo. You need a Hutchinson. And this is stuff that Michigan said about Ohio State for years. We need a Chase Young. Why isn't there a Bosa brother who doesn't like his two other brothers and wants to come here? We've heard it for a long time. 
But there's not a talent gap flipping here from Michigan, Ohio State to Michigan. Ohio State is still the far talented team. Michigan was a better football team this year. They were. They're a better football team this year. And they went and proved it, and they had all year to load up, and they pounded everybody except for Michigan State, and they pounded Ohio State. So I do think they have a good chance of having success in the college football playoff. I do. I, I, I don't think that there's a top dog one. Like, maybe Georgia's good, but is Georgia... How much better are they than than the next team? I think the gap is smaller than it was last year with Alabama for sure, and I think it's smaller than the year before with you know number two to LSU, right? Absolute wagons the last two years. Maybe that team's not there. Maybe the door is open for Michigan to win a national championship. And if you're going to do that, go ahead, talk your shit, because then you've accomplished something that Ryan Day hasn't accomplished. And you've been a college coach for a lot longer than Ryan Day. So once you go ahead and get to a national championship, then we'll do it. This is your first trip to Indianapolis to the Big Ten Championship in six seasons. Right? What's it, a six-hour drive? This is the first game, Big Ten Championship game, that Michigan is going to have played in. And they're going to play Iowa. Great. They're going to win that game. And you know what? They're going to treat it like it's the freaking Super Bowl. But that's not how it works, dude. You act like you've been there before. You show up, you win the game, you check the box, and you say, who are we playing in the first round of the playoff? And, you know, everything else is a moral victory if you don't win a national championship. Ohio State fell short. They got pounded. They did not have the team this year to do it. Next year, they're going to be coming back with Jackson Smith and Jigba. They're going to be coming back with Travion Henderson. They're going to be coming back with C.J. Stroud. They'll be coming back with a lot of those offensive linemen. They're going to be talented. They're going to be tough to beat every single year. You know? Michigan is going to be really good for the next couple years as well. But you get your one win and then you're going to take your shot. Like you've been pent up for five or six years. That That's your move. Good job, man. Like really awesome stuff. You got your zinger out. You know, you can slap high fives. You can do a dance in the locker room. All well and good. You beat your rival. You accomplished the one thing you were brought here to do. It took you six years to do it. Six years to do it. So, if that's your ratio, if you're going to win one out of every six, and that's your, you know, you're not playing baseball. Even if you're a great fielder, you're not making the Hall of Fame batting just over, you know, just under 200. You're below the Mendoza line, brother. So, let's work on advancing and doing something that third-year head coach Ryan Day hasn't done, and that's win a national championship. Once you've done that, right, then then let's talk. Then let's see it. Then you get all the praise you deserve. And Jim Harbaugh is a good football coach. He's a top-10 college football coach. Where do you put him in front of Ryan Day? In the moment, do you put him ahead? Okay. You want to put him at, at number five and put Ryan Day at six? That's fine. Pull the resumes out. Because I'm pretty sure Jim Harbaugh had a number one overall pick quarterback that didn't play in the national championship, that had a couple losses in the season. I'm pretty sure that Jim Harbaugh was number two in the country when he lost in Columbus in 2016. I'm pretty sure that most of these Ohio State-Michigan games, Michigan has had a chance to make something happen, to go to the Big Ten Championship, and was only close in one of those games. So, 
not only did Michigan lose the last eight games, in the five that Harbaugh had coached prior to this year, outside of that overtime game, even if you include the overtime game, the average margin of victory was 19. One win doesn't erase that. You got pounded the last four years. Outside of last five, four out of five, right? We'll say that. If you're going to go ahead and go on a streak like that, talk your shit, dude. Talk your shit. Go ahead and, and say whatever you want. You can try to flip everything the way it's been because everything that's been leaning on your back and all the weight and all the angst and everything you've been trying to let go and been frustrated about in your time at Michigan, that's great, dude. Really enjoy it. But born on third base, man. Do yourself a favor and look up who the head coach was at Western Kentucky when Jim Harbaugh started his coaching career. His name is Jack Harbaugh. So, and yeah, okay, Jim Harbaugh was a, was an average NFL quarterback, so he limped into he was going to limp into a coaching job no matter what, or maybe he would be on TV, uh, you know, doing color. That's great and all, but you're going to say Ryan Day was born on third base. You know how many years Ryan Day was a coach before he became a head coach? His first job in 2002, he was a tight ends coach at New Hampshire, and he became the Ohio State head coach in 2019. Was when he became the head coach. 17 years of to get to there, right? So if you're born on, not a lot of guys are born on third base coaching receivers for Boston College in 2007 between two coaching staffs. Not a lot of guys born on third base being the quarterback's coach for Chip Kelly in San Francisco uh, working in a room that was vacated by Jim Harbaugh. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. If that was your dig, if that's what you've been waiting for all year, to, to, to make some kind of, well, Ryan Day was born on third base, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, dude. Because Michigan, if there's any school, if there's any place where you're on third base as soon as you start, it's the University of Michigan. And you haven't scored. You haven't. So if you slide into home, you can jump around and dance and do your post-game interview. That's great. But beating Michigan is third base. Beating Ohio State is third base. Ohio State has been on third base because they keep hitting triples against Michigan. Michigan did it once. Once. One time. And that's great. They got a great team. And they have a chance to compete for a national title now. But, you know, you just showed up at third base and now you're looking who's there. Go ahead and try and score before you start throwing things around and say, oh, who's here? Who doesn't belong to be here? You won a game, right? It's not about this or that or whatever. You won the game. That's what it should be about. You won your big game. You finally did it in your sixth try. You beat Ohio State. That's great. Focus on the big picture. Focus on what's next. If you're going to throw shade at Ryan Day. If this is your Super Bowl, if beating Ohio State is your Super Bowl, then great. If going one out of six against Ohio State is what you have aspired to do, talk your shit, do your dance. Other than that, I got nothing for you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.